Our gospel reading this morning comes from the book of John. It's the 13th chapter, verses 31 through 35. It can be found on page 1674 in your Red Pew Bible. Listen now to this word from God. When Judas was gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. The word of God. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, come now. Come be in this place. Come open our hearts and our eyes and our ears and be with the words of my mouth and the musings of each of us. God, open us to what you would have us hear from you this day. Amen. On a Thursday night, a little huddle of disciples gather together in the upper room to have supper with Jesus. After he has risen from the table, Jesus ties a towel around his waist, a tattered piece of fabric, and commences to wash the feet of every person at the dinner. Then he sits back down and tells all the partiers that one in his closest circle would betray him. After Judas has allowed Jesus to wash his feet and feed him bread dipped in the cup, Judas slinks out of the after party to turn in his Lord to the authorities. And then we get this morning's scripture passage. Jesus tells those still gathered over the breadcrumbs and the wine-stained table that there is a new commandment, to love one another as he has loved them. And the litmus test for others knowing that you follow Jesus is how well you love one another. In grabbing this towel and tying it around his waist and plunging his hands up to his elbows into a bucket of dirty water, Jesus shows us how to love. After he cleans the feet of his best friends and his betrayer, he will later have patience with their sleepiness as he prays in the garden. And then he'll forgive their denial of knowing him on crucifixion day, and then he'll wait for them to bumble around panicking on the day of the resurrection. Every person in the room that night has been steeped in the Hebrew scriptures, 
where it is most certainly not a new commandment to love one another. They have snippets from Leviticus and Deuteronomy already swirling around in their hearts and in the front of their minds. It is their custom to write on their doorposts the reminder of their commitment to love the Lord their God with all their heart and all their mind and all their strength. And they have specific instructions about how to treat their neighbors. Fairly and frankly, loving their neighbor as themselves. The Ten Commandments bestowed upon the people as guideposts for living are two tablets. There are five that instruct Israel how to worship their God, and the second five coach them in their dealings with other people. Love God, love neighbor. They know this. The commandments tell them to love. And now, Jesus shows them how. During the pandemic, when we were scrambling around trying to figure out how to be the church of Jesus Christ, the struggle was real. We follow an incarnational God who has been born down the street from us, walked alongside us, taught us, laid healing hands upon us, and then died for us. How is it exactly that we are to practice this love one another commandment when we are inside our own homes, not able to gather together for funerals or worship or grief support or committee meetings? One of the many creative ways that St. Simon's Presbyterian began to minister to one another was the creation of our hands and heart sewing group. It came into existence in July of 2020. Nancy Harper and soon after Sandy Kilgore helped put together this idea that we could drop something snugly and warm off to a church member as a tangible reminder that even though we're isolated in little pods, we're not going through this pandemic alone. As good Southerners who can't bear to order blankets off the World Wide Web, a few women who so volunteered to make some. So, someone's hands knit or sew or crochet a lap blanket or a quilt and it gets delivered to someone else's hands. Church members, though physically apart, are linked together by love. Fabric, it seems, is love you can feel with your fingers. Not only have we tended to our own church members, 105 so far, with a fabric hug, the hands and heart ministry of our church has widened the circle of recipients. We have given 39 hand-sewn, twin-bed-size quilts to the hand-in-hand ministry for the homeless. Church member Ann Stimbler has worked tirelessly to plan and to help create a village of tiny homes off of Altama Avenue for people off the street to apply to come live. Our church sewing group was recently able to tour the tiny homes where their blankets bring color and light and love to each of the residences. 
Such a cool aspect of this ministry to me is that it fills up the ones who are doing the sewing with light and laughter and love as they gather together and they craft. And then that love ripples out to church members who could use a smile or a warm hug. And then that love widens even further to be a loving presence in our community. Love isn't something you can send out there until it is cultivated in here. You may have enough fuel to turn a kind deed or two, maybe six, but if there's no intentional rootedness in a love that you have known and experienced, before you know it, you are running on fumes. Our God offers an eternal kind of love that can weather all the storms. It has been a heavy and holy week at St. Simon's Presbyterian Church. Our church family hosted two memorial services of beloved church members and another for a beloved member of the community. This sanctuary has been packed multiple times this week with people who have grown up in this church and people who have never stepped foot into this church and people who don't usually step into any church. At one of the funerals, it dawned on me what is so special and beautiful about being the church of Jesus Christ. I looked out in awe that a single person from their birth to their death can touch and draw such a variety of otherwise disparate people, each with their own context and story, into one place. And when we gather at the end of a life to remember them and to witness to the promise of eternal life, it looks kind of like a patchwork quilt. Family sitting by college roommates, sitting by garden club members, sitting by next door neighbors and teachers and principals and pastors and coworkers and on and on. So many tiny little pieces of different textured fabric, a plethora of shapes and colors that wouldn't normally go together, but when smushed together, look exactly right. All connected by the thread of one person's life. And what do all these grieving people do? They sit beside one another providing warmth and comfort, a patchwork quilt of love. It's a gift to my life, being a part of our congregation while we navigate how to love and live together. It is such a joy to learn with you how to let God water our spiritual soil to gather to worship in rain or in shine, under tents or under airplane takeoffs, committed to service of one another and extending that ever-widening circle out into the neighborhood of our world. It is by experiencing and knowing love that we learn what it feels like, what it looks like, what it moves like, and its power to transform. 
The journey starts in our hearts in authentic prayer, not trying to fit any kind of mold of how we should be, trusting that God can take us as we are. And then we can expand and stretch, however clumsily, into practicing love for those next to us. John's gospel account of Easter Sunday goes to great lengths to note that Jesus' linen grave clothes are lying in the empty tomb. It is as though these long strips of cloth are just waiting for us. Jesus is gone, risen, alive, glorious, but true to his instruction of the new commandment, he has left us the fabric to pick up where he has left off. On Thursday, he showed us how to pick up a towel and use it to serve. And his parting gift on Easter Sunday was a pile of linen that bound his body. He left us the binding. It's daunting and courageous work. Some days we'll want to throw in the towel. But they'll know we are Jesus' people when we pick it up instead unafraid to get messy. Our call as followers of the risen Lord is to trust that we don't have to like or look like one another to be bound together. After all, God can use the tiniest, most random bits of scraps to make the most stunning patchwork quilt. That's just how love goes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.